from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Pat Welter, WRL Sports. Let me ask you this. Um, are you shocked at this PGA Live DP World Tour merger? I shouldn't be, right? Because money talks. Yeah. Money ends all arguments. Money trumps morality more times than we could possibly count. Yeah. But this is still kind of crazy after the dialogue we've had for basically two years now mm -hmm. of grandstanding, virtue signaling, whatever you want to call it, sure. players chasing the money. But ultimately, this is the Sith and the Jedi getting together yeah, here. Uh, now you're speaking like my, my true language here uh, in terms of that. So the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, and Live Golf – Again, which have been embroiled in like this legal battle right. for nearly a year and a half, it feels like. They've agreed to unify and move forward in a larger commercial business, something the circuits announced today. Uh, the tour is called the Stunning uh, Development, a, a quote, landmark agreement on a global basis. Here's my viewpoint on all of this. Jay Monahan, president of PGA Tour, hypocrite. Phil Mickelson, the guys who sued PGA, hypocrites. You're just a bunch of stooges out here. Guess what, y'all? Everyone did at the end. Everyone took the money. It's 100% what this was. You're all a bunch of hypocrites. Jay Monahan a year ago at the Canadian Open, Pat, said right. said this about PGA, about players who either were looking to go to Live Golf or players who had already left for the Live Golf Tour because the Live Golf Tour – is backed by the Saudi, they call it the private... The, the, investment fund, public the, investment fund. The public fund. investment fund, sorry. Not the private, the public investment fund. The Saudi Arabia public investment fund, which is basically the Saudi royal family, just, it's their money. Call it what it is. It's their money. That's who backs the Live Golf Tour. So a lot of people were upset in terms of, well, you're basically you're getting paid by people who've helped fund 9-11. Call it what it is. So this is what Jay Monahan had to say literally a year ago. Well, I talked to players. I've talked at a player meeting, and I've and I've talked to a number of players uh, individually uh, for a long period of time. And I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there are significant implications. And as it relates to the families of 9/11, uh, I have two families that are close to me that lost loved ones, and so my heart goes out to them. And I would ask. You know, any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? Hey, where's your apology, Jay Monahan? Hypocrite. Plain and simple. Pure hypocrisy. Here's where I'm at on this. This feels like CNN and Fox News getting together Bet, yes, in a merger. 100%. Financially backed by Russia. <laughs> This is that two is, yes. opposing sides yeah. with political and personal differences getting together and then just being like, oh, yeah, all those political differences we have, don't worry about it because we've got all the money. Well, how, how are you going to make this work? How are you going to figure it out? Don't worry about it. We've got all the money. Yeah. And what I see and I hear and I listen from Jay Monahan there is it feels to me, maybe I've been watching too much Succession on HBO. Sure. But it feels like you just sold your company. For the money and gave the keys to the castle to live because live was caught on their last nail here. 
They Liv were. didn't have the audience. Liv didn't have the sponsors. They had a few big names. But after that, there wasn't really a lot after your Brooks Kepkas and your Bryson DeChambeau's, uh, your Phil Mickelson's. There wasn't a long list of great players on the Liv Tour. And you just threw them a lifeline. Mm -hmm. But obviously, the money is the difference maker here. Why do other upstart leagues fail? Why did the AAF fail? Money. Money. Well, the Live Tour had billions of dollars. What they needed was infrastructure. The PGA Tour just gave them all of that. And if you look at the structure mm -hmm. of this new deal and a memo that was released uh, by Monaghan to the players, they're basically creating a limited liability corporation here with the PGA Tour remaining a, a 501c6, which is basically... They don't generate profits. It's, it's a structure that a lot of sports leagues follow. Yeah. The, the PGA technically doesn't profit. Yeah. But they're creating a board of directors here with Monaghan as the CEO. Yep. And Al Rumian from The Live as a chairman. The PGA Tour is going to appoint the majority of the board. But don't you almost see a future where, where the Saudis just completely take over oh, running yes. this entire league and mm -hmm. it just becomes Live and they take over? I mean, they've got a master plan here and it's worked. It has worked, and it's like you like you mentioned, Live Golf didn't have a TV deal to see them on television to in order to get on television. CW? It was on the CW, but they paid for that airtime as opposed to CW going to them saying, "Hey, we're going to pay you," and then they go sell advertising for it. Basically, it was like sham wow, like you right. paid programming is what you did. So you did that as Live Tour, but you said they didn't have the sponsorships or anything like that. Their viewership numbers were awful. And the PJ Tour provides structure. Well, I also look at, for example, the players like Phil Mickelson being the the head guy, the front man for the players who left for Live Golf that were suing the PGA because they quote unquote monopolized the sport, which they didn't, but because they monopolized the sport and influenced media companies. So you went and sued the PGA Tour, and now you're championing by going out on Twitter, Phil Mickelson today, saying "awesome day today" with a smiley emoji. Because now the two have merged. I was like, wait, you're trying to tear down the PGA. You talk so negatively about the PGA. Now you're excited that they're together? Once again, hypocrisy from all sides. 100%. Let's be honest. Everyone just wanted the money. Morality be damned. And you just went for it. And you know what? If you want to go take the money, you don't care where it's from, fine. That's your choice. I really don't care. Like, the fact that... The PJ even had the, the countersuit with Liv and all that kind of stuff was just stupid to begin with because if you just would have stayed the course and just let those guys find you want to go play on that other tour, go play over there. We're still going to have our events. Go play on the other tour. Go do your thing. Why have the PGA got so upset over this was just dumb, in my opinion, in the first place. Should have just let the guys go play, and guess what? They would have been irrelevant. And where they could have crushed this from the start, was the majors, right? Yeah. That's where Well, majors aren't run apart. by PGA. I know it's a separate entity, but that's where if there was a unified, complete front, they could have crushed Liv from the beginning there. But they were allowed to play in the majors. These PGA Tour events are not as well-watched. And that's where this has kind of all come to. But ultimately, what's really the issue? Because at the end of the day, we're left back with all these tours under one roof here, including the European mm -hmm. Tour. So really, it's the morality in your entertainment of where this money is coming from. And Dennis, it is disturbing when you look closer into it. I mean, I got this conversation got a little bit tiring over the last couple of years about Liv with, you know, journalists grandstanding on Twitter about, you know, where the money was coming from, the human rights violations. Well, I've been looking into it today, 
And this is some disturbing stuff. This is a country that's an absolute monarchy. This mm-hmm. is a country with mass executions. Yeah. Torture as punishment sentenced by courts. Free speech violations. You can't protest. It's a criminal act. Women are subordinate citizens to men. So when you hear these words sports washing, it almost comes like politicized. It's almost like it's a left or a right issue. And you're bleeding hard if you think this money is dirty. No, you're not. You're a human if you think this money is dirty. This is not a left or right conversation. This is a human conversation. But as you've looked into, this Saudi Arabia money is all around us. It's already in sports. So where do we draw the line? Yeah. It's like, you know, listening to your favorite artist and find out they did something terrible. Are you still going to dance to the Michael Jackson song at the wedding? Mm -hmm. Where do you draw those lines personally? And it seems like with these golfers, like it always does, the money talks. Well, in the LPGA, Aramco, which is an oil company, which is a Saudi Arabia oil company, is a big sponsor with the LPGA already. You already see these companies already in sports. Newcastle United has got a big, I think the majority stake is from the Mm -hmm. Saudi. Like, so, from this private investment fund. So, it's already all out there. So, yeah, the whole line, it's blurred. I know sometimes people can like to draw the line when it's convenient for them. I totally get that, but let's just call it what it is. It's hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. It's all it is. And you know what? If you're just upfront and honest from the get-go and be like, yeah, we're just doing this for the money, okay, at least you're being honest about it. I guess you had to give some credit to some of the live tour guys that were like, look, Brooks Koepka's like, yeah, I think I'm at the end of my career. I'm chasing the money. Yeah. Ironically, he goes out, wins a major. And wins a major. <laughs> and again, if people want to go take the money, go take the money. Because I guarantee you, if they said, hey, you know, we want to do sports radio. Hey, Dennis Cox, we're going to offer you a just for the next two years, $200 million to go do sports talk radio. I think about it. I mean, that's a lot of money to sit there. You know what? You drop cash in front of somebody. It's hard to go, eh. It's hard to say no. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what golf looks like going forward because it is going to be heavily, heavily funded. And I guess maybe that's the one good thing that comes out of this is golf mm-hmm. is going to be a very heavily funded sport. But again, are we comfortable in it? Or is it just going to go away? Is it just going to go away? Like Logan Roy says on Succession, blank off. Yeah. That's kind of what they're doing today. They're telling us, we're going to worry about this later. You're going to stop talking about it. You know what? People that still want to watch golf, they're going to watch golf. <laughs> At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info sps. Your journey begins here. Very thematic with the bumps here, Graham. On point, my friend. Yes. I'm just waiting until we hear Shane O'Mac's entrance music. Uh, it's just waiting for that moment because, you know, here comes the money. DP World Tour, PGA Golf, the Live Golf Tour, all merging together into this big conglomerate called I Don't Know What. 
what they're actually going to call it moving forward. Pat Welter, but it might it might just be the PGA Tour. I don't not entirely sure what they're going to call it. Right. I guess it's going they're going to keep the name PGA because it's the one that people know. It's the powerful brand. They're going to have the majority share of the board. Uh, Monahan, Jay Monahan, the uh, commissioner of the PGA Tour, is going to be the CEO. But the innards of it all, the backbone of it all, is going to be Liv, who ultimately is going to have the control, and he who has the money has the final say. It's going to be very interesting to see what this looks like in 10 years, which is what Monaghan said recently. Uh, we saw him on TV this afternoon talking about this isn't about what people say about this now. It's about what they say about this in 10 years. Well, what are people locally now talking about it? So we turn to Brett Neese on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, Brett Neese of WRAL News. Brett I know you've been around local courses today, including Lonnie Poole. What's some of the reaction that you are hearing from people regarding this merger? Hey, guys. Yeah, what's up? I, uh, I'm i a big golfer myself, and this has completely shocked the golf world this morning, this news coming out. I mean, I, I got a phone call from the newsroom, and they said, hey, uh, we got a story brewing that we want you to go talk to local golfers. And I said, this is a joke, right? This is a joke. I mean, this has been a two-year feud between these two tours, Live Golf and PGA Tour, that nobody thought this day would ever happen, at least not now. And uh, that's the sentiment from a lot of local golfers. Hung out for a while at Lonnie Pool and uh, talking to a number of just fans of the game, just, you know, your local average Joe. And they, uh, they are shocked but excited. That's, that's what I'm getting from the sense of golf fans is this is exciting in a, in a number of ways because – we're not sure how it's going to shake out, but on the surface, it looks like it brings all of the world's best golfers back together. And I think that's what ultimately golf fans wanted because this fractured relationship over the last couple of years between these guys that def- uh, defected from the PGA Tour and then go and play on this Live Tour, there has been that fractured sense, the, that tension that you saw at the majors. Mm-hmm. And the majors got some pretty good viewership the last couple at least the masters and the pga championship and then brooks kepka a live golfer winning the pga and i think that's what really all of this kind of centers around in a way is you saw the top golfers back together at these major championships and that's what the fans want that's what they told me today a bunch of fans out there at lonnie pool a couple of other golf courses fans want the best of the best together because they want to see the best product out there on the course Brett, nobody wants to see mom and dad fight, which I think is kind of <laughs> the crux of what you're getting to there. But also the dirty side of a divorce is where, where the money goes and where the money comes from in this story. And that's what I'm wondering. Is it is it just today we talk about the dirty money coming from Saudi Arabia and the public investment fund, and then all of that goes away, like Jay Monahan said, in the next couple of years, and we move past it and we forget about it we look past it. Is anybody raising that concern, or is that just something people do on Twitter? I think I think it's the second part. What you just said. I think there are there are going to be the few that ha- will voice their concerns with that. Rightfully so. It is very questionable. The money backing uh, the live golf, and then now it's it is the same money that's going to back the PGA Tour in a sense. And uh, the fans, though, it's not some that's not a road that they really wanted to go down. Um, a number of guys that I talked to out there on the course today, they said they they brought it back that first point that i made it's the best golfers back together i think there is some nuance there and there are some conversations to be had about 
where is this money coming from? Who is backing it and, and how dirty it really is. And I think on the fan level, it's not their money. They're not getting paid. They just want to see some good golf. Fair point. Brett, it's funny you go out to the local golf courses today. I was out there yesterday covering the U.S. Open qualifier at the old Chatham Golf Club where Harold Varner, recent live tour winner, is trying yeah. to compete because he has to qualify to get into the U.S. Open. He misses the cut by two strokes. So that's kind of what people are looking at, like how silly some of this was, but these guys that we want to see play had to go through to, to get into these majors even. I mean, do you see the good in this, is there is there a positive to take from today? It'll be interesting how it shakes out, right? I mean, there are so many questions left here. Jay Monahan and then the, the governor of the Public Investment Fund from Saudi Arabia coming together for a joint interview, which nobody ever saw that coming, that those two would ever sit in the same room. Lo and behold, they've played a couple of rounds of golf. They've had some lunches together. These, these conversations, I don't know how long they've been going on, but it seems like they've been going on for at least – more than a week, if not two. And it, there there hopefully is some good that comes out of it, but what are the details? Are the live guys going to play with the PGA guys again? Are, is there a fine for, for any of the live guys, or is that just going to be washed away now that it's all one, one you know, big happy family? I mean, but is it really one big happy family? There are so many layers here to unpack that it's, it's just so incredible that this could even have come together so quickly. And when you look at social media, all of the, all of the players on both sides, Live Golf, PGA Tour, the, the DP World Tour, there are so many players saying, well, we didn't see this coming. So now there are all, are all these questions. What happens after the 2023 season? Who gets to play where? Questions that only time will tell. Brett Nees, WREL News, thanks for your time. Really do appreciate it, my man. Of course, guys. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Brett Neese. That's Brett Neese, W-R-E-L. Joining us here on the Heath Stroud and Group Hotline. And he brings up a good point, Pat, in the sense of, for a lot of fans, it's just, I want to watch the best play. And yeah. that's really all that matters. They don't want to look up human rights violations. They don't want to know about the things that are going on in Saudi oh, we Arabia. Could, we could, well, we could I'm sure, find stuff all over the place in terms of what other, maybe – what owners of other teams and stuff like what their investments or even minority stake owners in certain franchises, not just in sports, like all over the place that like you could say there's dirty money, dirty money's everywhere. So yeah, but again, like where do we want to draw the line? When's it convenient for us as fans? And it is, I think it is what we wanted to see everybody back mm -hmm. playing all these tournaments again. Cause you don't want to have to watch two different tournaments on two different channels on inferior golf courses, which is what the live tour was offering us. Yeah. Um, so that in a sense is a good thing. I just wonder if the PGA tour just, you know, nailed its own coffin here by just giving the keys over to live and just giving them all their infrastructure. And, uh, you know, Jay Monahan basically, uh, writing his, uh, Severance writing his own severance package. Essentially, it, it might be my my whole stance on it is that when when guys joined Live, it was fine. I, I really don't care if you want to stick with PJ. Okay, fine. I really don't care. Go where you want to go play. That's totally okay with me. Go where you want to go play, but don't sit there and grandstand one side of things and then all of a sudden completely flip and go like, yeah, everything's great over here. Again, the hypocrisy is just loud and clear.
Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com.